You're listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Wednesday afternoon. Let's turn to our first topic and guests of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, you will hear about a newly set up body called the Hong Kong Arts Collective. And I'm delighted to welcome to the studio the organizers, Mark Alante and also Pete Ross. Hello, gents. Welcome to the program and thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having us. We are on Facebook uh, Live as well. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear Mark and Pete there. Uh, first of all, um, for those of you who have listened to the show before, uh, you may remember we've spoken to uh, Mark Alante a couple of times. Um, brave move. He basically quit his corporate job and became a full-time artist, um, a, a great artist. Uh, how's life going for you at the moment, Mark? Uh, thankfully, like touch wood, it's been going okay. I think I think the last time we spoke was about like three, three years ago, yeah. maybe, um, when I first quit. Uh, and yeah, obviously it was really daunting and kind of uh, a bit of a shock to the system going from like corporate desk job kind of life. But I've, I've been so happy and really loving it. And thankfully it's been going really well. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't look poor. You know, <laughs> yeah. oh, that, that's just like the, the image I'm trying to portray here. Like it's ramen on the side, and yeah, <laughs> just to show people that you know, you if even if you quit your job, you can still support yeah. yourself. You, with can, you, art. Can, you can survive. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what about Pete? What's your story then? A similar or we actually, we actually have quite similar stories. Um, I mean, I again quit my corporate day job. Um, I actually I got very lucky because uh, when I was when I was working um, full, full full time, I ended up. Uh, I ended up getting uh, work into a local gallery here. Uh, so that enabled me to transition, I guess. Um, and it was something which I really wanted to, to do and it's something which I was passionate about. And yeah, I took the gamble. Yeah. Were you unhappy uh, in your corporate job or was it something that it was a matter of passion, uh, hobby sort of overtook your, your you, you were spending time daydreaming about your art? I, th- I think art is something which I've I've always wanted to do. Um, my day job, I actually really enjoyed. It was really just, um, I just wanted to follow through with art and I just wanted to, I guess, yeah, follow my heart and do something which I really, I guess, felt felt strongly about um, and something which I could control, I guess, as well. Yeah, good for you both. It's really sort of heartwarming when, when we hear people sort of following their passion and following their dream. You know, we often have artists and authors on the program and they say, oh, I can't wait to really take that leap of faith. And you're yeah. both sort of living proof um, that, you know, you can do that. Funnily so- enough, uh, <laughs> yes. Pete, like, uh, quit a year before me and he was the one constantly being like, come, <laughs> come over to the dark or, or the light, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> And I haven't think, looked I, back since. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I think I was selling it in a really positive way to try and convince you. You might be regretting it now. But. So, um, for some of our listeners who may not be so familiar with the types of art that you, you do, how would you describe your art, uh, Mark? Um, I think for me, mainly my focus now is on wildlife paintings. So I do a lot of very colorful uh, wildlife uh, works that mix between like abstract and figurative. Paintings, um, and I do a lot of work with like different conservation groups and things like that. So that's been my primary focus for the last, yeah, few years actually. Yeah. So oil, oil and watercolor usually. Yeah, and for you, Pete? Uh, I guess I'd describe myself more in an illustration capacity. I, I do a lot of I do a lot of drawing, a lot of detail work. Um, it's predominantly architecture, urban inspired, um, which is why I think 
with the with the collective which we set up we work quite well in that our styles are quite quite different and we can pull i guess a more versatile um, local local art yeah well congratulations on, on your art collective tell us a little bit more about sort of the the ethos uh, and and the thinking behind uh, this uh, platform sure well i think uh when we first we've been talking about it for years actually and i think you know a lot of this came out having quit our kind of full-time jobs and, and kind of seeing like what this, the art scene is like here um, and I think it's it's growing definitely and it has been over the last few years but what we thought there was a little bit of a gap in was the exposure that was there for local artists and Hong Kong artists because I think there's there's a big push with things like Art Basel a lot of the fairs a lot of the galleries which is understandable because you know everyone's got the same problem of Hong Kong rent where you know you do need these big names to kind of cover those kind of expenses um, but we did feel like I think Hong Kong artists were a little bit underrepresented and so we wanted to try and I think it initially started just as a database to try and see like who's out there, um, what we can do together, how we can work together as a group um, and then it kind of formed into like starting this this show and this collective and you know Pete's done a lot of work in terms of setting up the website and how we move from this point on as well. Yeah I think I think we also something which we've talked about is we both got very lucky to be able to do what we do. Um, and it's something which we've talked about for years we feel passionately about is we want to try and support you know people that are in day jobs that want to be an artist or even students or graduates or whatever people that want to go into a creative field you know it's something which i think we both got very lucky and we see it's a struggle here and it's something which we want to try and try and change yeah you know uh, we often sort of see the glamorous side of of artists and their exhibitions <laughs> and and whatnot but I, I don't know i wonder if it can be a bit lonely um when when you're working and creating artwork as well Oh, sorry, I have to apologise. There's some drilling noise in the background for our listeners who can hear. <laughs> um, the fresh water pipe bursted in RTHK yesterday. Oh, no. oh. So at the moment, we've got no uh, um, water in our bathrooms. Don't worry, don't worry. Okay. We, 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 we have hand sanitizers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to sort of publicly announce. Yeah. <laughs> best not, best not. So I apologise uh, to our listeners uh, for, for, for the drilling noise. So back to what we were saying, you know, this art collective is really really a great place for artists local artists to network as well because where do you meet other artists when you are uh, creating your art pieces in your workspace um, you know you don't have colleagues yeah. uh, so to speak so where yeah. where else would you meet uh, fellow artists um, I think mainly we meet each other at, at exhibitions you have to be quite active generally when people talk to me who want to want to get into galleries or get into art venues i always say you have to throw your work out there quite literally you have to go up and basically put your portfolio on the counter more or less um so meeting at meeting at galleries exhibitions uh in hong kong it's really unfortunately one of the only ways that you can do it um i mean i've i've had friends or you know people who want to I work or the interest in what I'm doing, they say, "Oh, can I come to your studio?" It's like, "Uh, I, I don't. It's my apartment. <laughs> I, I can't afford a studio, so well, it's difficult." It is because you know to afford um, an apartment on top of that a studio is pricey, and rent in Hong Kong, mm -hmm. let's face it, it, is expensive. Mark. Um yeah, I mean, I think it is. It can be quite difficult, and, and as Pete said, it, it's really just about like throwing yourself out there, going to the different shows, galleries, and uh, it can be. It, it is a small community, 
Um, so it can be quite a tight-knit community, but I think providing this kind of platform, it's basically a chance for us to you know, be able to talk to different people, um, share resources to a degree, and you know, that's, that's kind of why we wanted to put this together, because you know, we have maybe our friendship group of artists, but I know that's not the only <laughs> group of artists out there, so we want to be able to expand that um, and you know, be able to see what people are doing, what exhibitions are on, um, and there's only so much you can do, uh, you know, as, as two people, but as, as you kind of build that collective and build um, more of a portfolio of people and friends, you can expand that like much more. So I think that's that's why we wanted to do that as well. And as you said, like it can be very lonely because you don't really have colleagues, you don't have an office to go to. Um, so you do have to like just put yourself out there to kind of meet other artists as well. Yeah, I've also heard that, you know, in, in Hong Kong that um, artists can be um, quite cliquey as well. You know, I, I know someone who's um, a textile artist who moved from the UK, lived in Beijing previously, and she said it was much easier to meet other artists in Beijing, whereas in Hong Kong it was, yeah, that they're more hidden, maybe there's less exposure. Did, did you find that oh, in terms of meeting new artists and forming new connections? Um, I would say that whenever you meet a new artist, there's immediate rapport because I think you're in it together, right? <laughs> um, so I'd say maybe there's not as many opportunities to meet them. Um, but I wouldn't say that like they're cliquey in a way. Like I think it's just that making that connection in the first place mm. is the hard bit. Yeah. Um, but then once you're actually there in person, um, I think it's also kind of had the same experience. Yeah, I think it's also finding finding them, trying to discover who these people are. Um, you know, we were talking about galleries and things earlier. It's very. Hong Kong is in a difficult situation with arts because, as we mentioned, it's it's expensive. So uh, it's very difficult to find venues which accommodate local artists for those reasons. <coughs> so you know, trying to get trying to get more local shows or go to these local yeah. exhibitions to meet people is actually in itself quite difficult. Which is also you know, why we're putting this together is to try and collectively fund event spaces for local artists. Uh, we want to work with with uh, with developers which have larger spaces as well, so mm. we can actually fill these spaces because we have so many artists now on board. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's a way it's a way which are trying to readdress that that uh, the difficulty of of getting in touch with each other. At yeah. the moment. Been really as as Peter said, like we've been really lucky that um, you know our first our first exhibition is coming up, and we've been partnering with uh, District Fifteen and the Nate in, in Jordan. Um, and they've given us like an awesome space, basically four floors with, with various different um, artist communities and artists represented. So we have us, uh, HK Walls, the collective as well. So a mixture between kind of performance, installation, traditional gallery work. Um, and so yeah, it, we've been really lucky to find a developer that's willing to like kind of see the same kind of vision and then put that out there. And so we're hoping that we kind of find more of these different projects that allow us to continue that kind of kind of thread and and events as well yeah we see it we see it as being quite i i mean it should in theory work it should be win-win because it's <laughs> in, theory. in theory because no i mean just just in general the concept is very much about promoting local arts mm -hmm. and and also it, it works in that it helps to um i guess promote the venue itself but also i guess more 
support us, right? It's a win-win, really. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk about some of the challenges as well. You know, but before your collective was formed as artists, if you wanted a show, how does it work typically? I mean, what does an artist do in Hong Kong? Say you've got a, a nice portfolio, you've worked years on end on it. How does it work? Do you, do you just go to an uh, an art gallery, a space, and say, you know, these are my work, exhibit my work? And how, how do I mean, how, how do you do it usually? It's very difficult. Um, <laughs> in short, uh, I've actually. I personally have never had a solo. I've only ever done group shows. Um, I find it's another reason for the collective as well as we, our general philosophy is we want to be very free with what we show, who we show, um, and it's just very open. We say to all of our artists, you know, you don't have to be just with us. You can exhibit with anyone else. We list all of their own websites. They can sell privately or do anything. You know, we're, we're literally just there to support and nurture. Um, but yeah, the idea of, uh, I and guess probably to offer some advice as well, because with somebody who's new to the scene, they may not know. I mean, Mark, you've had a solo sort of exhibition and, you know, upcoming ones as well. So it's also, also a platform for other artists to come to you and say, help yeah, me. And it is a bit, bit chicken and egg as well, because, you know, a lot of galleries, I think they don't want to work with kind of an unknown quantity. So they're like, oh, have you done shows before? But like, how do I do shows if you don't accept me into it? Um, so I, I think that's that's usually the hard part. Uh, but I mean, to be honest, I think it's very much about like cold calling, meeting with people, networking, um, and then just having a strong portfolio that you can present as well. Because I think that's the the initial step. Um, but then, as, as Peter said, like we got we got very lucky with our kind of breaks, um, and so we're hoping that you know there's more opportunities to provide that kind of like little step in the right direction as well for like other artists that we kind of want to help. Yeah, well, let's talk about sort of your upcoming exhibition as well. <laughs> what, what sort of projects do you have uh, in the pipeline? Go, going on into the future or for, or for this one coming up? For this one coming up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's basically, uh, the exhibition will be at the Nate, mm -hmm. uh, 176 Nathan Road. Um, Opening night's Thursday, July 11th kick off at 6 30. yeah if that's for the party but if you don't want to go to the party we uh we'll also be open for the entire month on each weekend up until august 2nd yeah oh wow so they've given you sort of the entire yeah month so that's super rare which has been fantastic of the nate to to provide that space to us and it's not just to us as well as we mentioned so we're we're occupying the fourth floor with a um a gallery show but uh hong kong walls has brought in some international artists um, to do some kind of artisan residency programs and then the collective is doing I think both a dance performance and uh uh, an installation based on endangered species as well. That's awesome, yeah, because we often hear sort of artists uh, talk about uh, exhibitions being, you know, three days, four days, <laughs> a, a week long, and you know, you you put you you put in the work, you put in the effort for your work to cu curate it, and then you know, sort of by the weekend, it's done yeah, and dusted. Yeah. So it's great that you guys have, have a whole month. We've got about nineteen artists, Hong oh, Kong artists oh, represented. Yeah, who who are these artists? artists? Uh, talk us through so some of them. You don't have to say who are your favourites, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ones that pop into your mind um i mean it's, it's, it's going back to i guess what i was what i was saying previously is that we've basically put together a really versatile show i think also together with the with with the with the collective and hk walls it's very very versatile um but we have uh, i mean we have watercolorists oil painters digital artists, artists 3d artists photo mm -hmm. montages uh 
pretty much everything. Something for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, we've got, it's not necessarily just emerging artists as well. We have people like Jonathan J. Lee, who's worked for Marvel and, and sort of some amazing work around Hong Kong with his illustration stuff and light boxes. Um, we had like Rainbow Tsi, who's won like a bunch of international watercolorist awards. Uh, Zizi Lai as well, I think. And, you know, it, it is quite a, a diverse crowd. And, and I think there's, uh, so far, everyone's been really positive about what we've been posting on our Instagrams and showing. And if you, if you have a look, uh, I think it's Hong Kong Arts Collective. Yeah. Our tag, you kind of see an example of a few of the artists that we're like representing in the show, and uh, it is it is very diverse. There's like whole different type of mediums, different themes, different styles, um, and we wanted to just show that like versatility of the Hong Kong creative scene as well. So we didn't want to just kind of limit it to to something um, thematically or. Uh, aesthetically as well. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, what do you hope these artists who are part of the collective, what do you hope they'll get out of it um, ultimately being a part of? It feels like a union, actually. It's I guess it's what the artists will get out of it is uh, just being able to access a wider market, um, being able to uh, just... We, we talk about almost as a database, but it's really just about we want to help get their name out there, get get people talking about them. Um, I was talking to one of my friends the other day and I said, you know, can you name three Hong Kong artists? And he really struggled. So it's something which we want to address. Um, yeah, good point. Mark? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the entire point of the whole thing is that we do want to just try and address this, I think, what we see as a gap in, in how... Hong Kong artists are represented and I think you know they do there are opportunities with galleries there are opportunities in these different fairs um, but I hope that we don't want to it's not that's not the space that we want to fill we want to be more of a kind of community resource I think um, and obviously there are these these events and these exhibitions that will be part of it as well um, but you know that's that's the kind of direction that we're we're going and hopefully like we'll we'll see an ongoing continuation of different projects and events as well as we're as we're going through this yeah. it's very much about enabling people to you were saying earlier chicken and the egg with the galleries yeah. is is we want to enable people almost i guess to be the egg or whichever yeah. way you see it to be able to get to that level you know yeah. to to hong kong's put a lot of effort in the last few years into uh, meeting the larger global art market, things like Art Basel, PMQ, uh, the cent uh, Central Police Station, yeah. exactly. And uh, there's now a lot of scope for building up the local art scene. And actually, the local art scene is there. Yeah. You know, we just need to showcase it, which is what we're trying to do. Yeah. And I think the show as well is, I mean, we've we've tried to be as local as possible so like all of the drink sponsors are local or, or <laughs> i think we've got some recyclable cups that are coming in from a local company um uh all the contract everything like that we've, we've tried to maintain it that this is a very hong kong kind of creative scene event in in every capacity that yeah. we can well good for you both uh, making the transition um into full-time uh being a full-time artist and also putting back into the artistic community and nurturing uh, other talents as well remind our listeners once again uh, where is the show uh, where's the very first show and how can we find out more uh, have you got a facebook page instagram and social media for the hong kong arts uh, collective yep so the uh all of our social media tags are hong kong arts collective uh, that's the same for our website. Yeah. Uh, the show is at The Nate in Jordan. Uh, so that's a 176, 176 Nathan Road. So if you go onto our website, which is hongkongartscollective.com, you can go to our events section and 
it, sh it will be listed. It is listed currently there. Mm -hmm. So you can click on it and it will take you through yeah. to, the, to the Facebook as well. So opening night July 11th and it'll be on for one month until August 2nd and open every weekend. Excellent. And remind our listeners once again how we can find out more about uh, your own individual uh, works <laughs> as well. Uh, Pete, w uh, have you got a personal website or Facebook? I do. I, I'm, I'm uh, www.peteross.hk. Um, but I mean, we're also both listed on the Hong Kong Arts Collective as yeah. well, so you can find us through through the artist section in that. Yes, and what about for you, Mark? Uh, that's markalante.com, Mark with a C. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Mark Alante. And also Pete Ross, uh, the organisers and uh, the brains behind uh, a newly set up body uh, platform called the Hong Kong Arts Collective. Thank you very much uh, for your time uh, this time, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thank you very much. Awesome. Th thank you.